From the CQ Roll Call Newsroom in Washington, this is CQ's Eye on Congress Big Story Podcast, your nonpartisan news source for how Congress and the federal government shape the real world. The Senate took four gun control votes in the aftermath of the mass shooting at a nightclub in Orlando, Florida, and it marked the chamber's first significant debate on the issue since the Newtown, Connecticut school massacre. To no one's great surprise, all four of the proposals, two Republican and two Democratic, fell. Now the question is whether there is room for compromise on the question of whether individuals on government watch lists can buy weapons. I'm Adriel Bettelheim with CQ Roll Call, joined by senior Senate reporter Niels Lesniewski. Niels, we're seeing how this issue resonates in both the Senate and the House, and how Democrats are trying to coordinate their campaign activities with action or inaction, as the case may be, in the Capitol. Rise up, Democrats. Rise up, America. That's right. And we're seeing that in addition to the filibuster last week on the Senate floor that Chris Murphy, the Democrat from Connecticut, led, that we're also now seeing a sit-in that's uh, been taking place in the House chamber where Democrats have effectively halted the business on the House floor because it would take uh, some kind of extraordinary action by the sergeant-at-arms office to basically clear them out of the well and get them to stop... um, occupying the chamber, even if the cameras are turned off. Uh, And between the two sides, there's already been fundraising going on on the Senate side. I'm sure that if there hasn't already been fundraising pitches on the House side, those will follow as well. And as well, you're going to see plenty of uh, Democrats who are going to be trying to raise money off this. But that's also true of the National Rifle Association. All of this uh, renewed attention on, on, on gun control and gun policy is is probably going to be good for the coffers of the NRA as well as people who are against the Democratic proposals rally uh, behind that cause. Now, in the Senate, Maine Republican Senator Susan Collins is trying to thread the needle amid all the rancor. She needs 60 votes to advance her compromise proposal, which is a pretty tall order. Does she have the numbers or is she basically negotiating with herself? The question is who exactly Collins is negotiating with, because in some regards, she has to thread the needle between two different groups. There's both opposition to her proposal already from the NRA, and there are Democrats concerned. Senator Dianne Feinstein, who's one of the leading advocates of gun control, who pushed the Democratic proposal Monday night, barring people who are trying to uh, purchase Uh, firearms who are on certain terror watch lists from buying them. Uh, Those two were said to be talking. Feinstein said her staff would be working with Collins' staff to try and come out with an accommodation that the uh, Justice Department could live with. But then there's also got to be negotiations with the Republicans to make sure that people who are uh, really concerned about what they refer to as due process protections actually uh, come to pass. And so that's going to be the real challenge. So that the ban isn't overly restrictive in their eyes. Uh, now, uh, Collins has a lot of strings attached to her proposal. And remarkably, both the Obama administration and the NRA have problems with the plan. H- how does that happen? Well, when it comes to the uh, the NRA, this is that due process issue. And basically what we're hearing from Republicans is that they're concerned that the Collins proposal would in fact block people on at least two of the terror watch lists from from buying guns. Then they would have to go to court and basically uh, get a legal order that 
they were not supposed to have been on the watch list. They would get their legal fees back if they managed to win that litigation, but frankly, no one's quite sure how long it would take to litigate the matter. And since these watch lists are known to be somewhat uh, faulty or there have been people who have been on them who shouldn't have been, that's really the concern on that side. Now, Collins is, is really one of the last of the moderate Republicans, an old-fashioned New England Republican, in a chamber that's increasingly dominated by Tea Party-affiliated conservatives. Are Senate Republican leaders giving her any support? Well, it seems like she may be negotiating as well with John Cornyn, who's the uh, number two Senate Republican, the majority whip uh, from Texas, who had authored a, a Republican alternative that got voted down effectively Monday night. And the question will be whether or not someone like Cornyn can ever come around to the Collins point of view or whether uh, Collins is able to live with just getting a vote that falls short of the 60 vote threshold that would be needed to overcome a filibuster threat on the other side. And whether or not she can do that uh, will largely be determined by whether unusual lawmakers that is to say, strange bedfellows on the gun issues are able to come together. If it turns out that it's just largely people like Collins and Heidi Heidkamp, who's a moderate Democrat from North Dakota, uh, and that group that's on board, there might not be many votes at all. Now, from the Democrats' perspective, this seems as much about sticking a finger in the NRA's eye as anything else. Do you see the week's events so far uh, loosening the gun lobby's grip on the Senate at all? It's too early to tell, but it seems like something may have shifted, if only incrementally, because there are at least some lawmakers who would have had the backing of the NRA in the past who may be supporting the Collins Amendment when it comes up for a vote. The question will be what happens if, if the National Rifle Association or other pro-gun groups go after those lawmakers uh, when they come up for re-election, either this year or in uh, subsequent Senate elections. And that's, that's the part we don't know yet, is whether or not this, um, this sea change is real will be determined whether or not it ends up costing people back home in, in primaries, really. Senior Senate reporter Niels Lesniewski on the dramatic gun control debate raging across both sides of the Capitol. I'm Adriel Bettelheim. Thanks for joining us. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, and you can find all of our podcasts at rollcall.com forward slash podcasts.